Well, hello, hello, party people, and welcome the fuck back to the fucking show. I'm your fucking host, May. What the fuck is up? Uh, I'm I'm Neo. Uh, I was trying really hard to get this demonetized immediately. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. I I, I, I know I, that fact, this is. I know you're the person making the money off of this, <laughs> so I just thought that it would be kind of funny if I fucked you, you over you immediately. Burn that bridge. Yeah, just burn that bridge thank real you. quick. Yeah, you know. Season I, I three is all about that. burning bridges. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's good to meet you, uh, today. My name is still May. Are you still Neo? Or, yeah, I am. I am employed Neo now. So. Uh, employed, employed Neo. What does that mean? Well, it means that they made me sign a thing saying I wouldn't post anything spicy to social media, and I was like, ha ha. <laughs> Every fucking day I post Idiots. something spicy to social media. Weekly. Yeah, weekly. Posting posting content to get me fired. Exactly. So let's get Neo fired today yeah. on the podcast. Um, so uh, there's so many things, but first off, the topic of today, we're, we're talking about Santa Sangre. We are looking in our living room. We can see a mountain from, from the window where we are. So things are improving. Fun fact, there's actually a road to the top of the mountain. I learned today. Bitch, I've been hearing about that shit from Nora for the last couple of days. We've been talking about all the possibilities of literally driving up a fucking mountain. You want to do it this weekend? This weekend? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe. Apparently there's like a donut store up there. So you want to go to the top of the mountain to get a donut? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> anyway. I'll go to the top of the mountain to get a donut. Speaking about top of the mountain, top of the holy mountain, Jodorowsky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sagra. Well, so- but first, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh... Machine Age Productions and their RPG hashtag uh, I Hunt. Yes. Uh, uh, Blood Thing. Blood Thing. YouTube show. Yeah. Ambient Dream Studio. Etsy yes. Store. Good shit. Uh, more all about them in an unhinged and unprepared uh, ad halfway into the show. But also remember that if you at home think that me saying uh, the things I say are meaningful and valuable, you can give us a lot of money. And we'll advertise your product slash service. And also, I would like to say, oh, and we do that at patreon.com slash excrement. And also, too, uh, second thing is completely lost now in my brain. So we're going to move on to Holy Blood or Santa Sangre. Yeah. It's the film today. Jodorowsky uh, really likes putting holy in the title. He does. Well, I think he uh, is very interested in, I don't know, let's call it... Uh, religion <laughs> i don't know I don't, I don't know if he necessarily is like in love with the concept but i will say that he objectively is interested in religion he has some thoughts about it well and also a, some a, ideas a quick caveat yes if if you're listening and you say jodorowsky they're talking about jodorowsky but jodorowsky did x we talked about it in the el topo episode so and back. in the Holy Mountain episodes. And in the Holy Mountain. So go back, watch those. We've, I feel like we've covered all of our bases with Jodorowsky, with, so, with so, the, the entity of Jodorowsky. So it's it's worth mentioning, this is the third in the in the Holy Trinity of Jodorowsky movies. We got El Topo, movie about gunfighter who, uh, who fucking sucks and then finds... Of purpose and becomes like a monk man and then uh, burns alive. Uh, we've got <laughs> the Holy Mountain, uh, literally a movie about the Illuminati being tricked into uh, doing a bunch of drugs and killing their brains. Very funny. And now we're at um, 
quite possibly Yodorovsky's funniest film. I thought you thought it was hilarious. Huh. These are jokes. Um, <laughs> very serious movie. Except, I will say, I'm now remembering sitting here that this is the movie that has like all the fucking clowns in it that yeah. appear at the worst possible but, moments. But the clowns aren't very funny. They're very sad clowns. No, they're like horrific clowns. But it's almost funny in an abstract, like, oh, Jesus Christ, look, <laughs> here comes the fucking sad clown kind of vibe. Well, like, I think it's... Well, the movie's about... about like how growing up strips the joy and and mirth and whimsy from life. And the show or the movie communicates that by, by the sad clowns. Listen, I I just want to go on the record and say, I've never experienced this. This is, you're referring to this, this joy (laughs) loss of childhood childhood. innocence. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's, this is, this is very new to me. So, um, I think, I think because I'm so incredibly ignorant and dumb, I'm going to need you to mansplain <laughs> the whole plot of the film to me right now while I smoke this joint. Okay. Um, okay, so the movie is about a child. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, one of Jodorowsky's sons. Uh, and he is the the son of a, of a, like a circus ringleader. Yes. What do you call them? The... Uh, a circus ringleader, uh, master of ceremonies. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so, uh, the movie starts with them like it's just kind of about this little circus. Uh, he has this like crush on this other little, on this like little girl who who is always has this like white painted face. Um. Very awkward. And she's like a like a ballerina gymnast. Um. Anyway, and so uh, his mother though is less part of the circus and more part of a. <laughs> a cult yeah so um, okay <coughs> i feel like the cult part of this while being the title of the movie is 100 percent the least like developed yeah well i mean yeah i mean it is what the movie well, is textually about it's really coming after Catholicism, like specifically Catholicism, I think more. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck that pope. More than even the Holy Mountain. Like the yes. Holy Mountain comes after religion in general, but Santa Sangra and that the bit with the cult or the heresy. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough yeah, about yeah, yeah. Catholic dogma to know what the right right thing to call. You that not knowing is. something about a religion? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Um, why why are you intentionally excluding Catholics from your analysis? I, I'm not I'm not excluding Catholics. I'm You're just saying intentionally I, excluding I, Catholics. I don't from your I don't analysis. know the right word for 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 a a coven <laughs> offshoot. A coven of Catholics. Anyway, um uh, a, a minor schism? I don't even know. Okay. A minor so, schism. Yeah. Schism. That's what I'd a call it. Schism of faith. So yes. this these like nuns have found this like pool of of like blood from their they're saints. I can't remember the saints. Their name. saint is is an armless, ever bleeding person. Yeah, and so the Cindy, like a bishop. Just, did, I just Cindy, did you just walk up and smoke some weed? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, Please continue. So the bishop shows up <laughs> and uh, declares it a heresy and says that the the pool of 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 ever of like blood is just red dye. Yes. Um. But he does that because a businessman wants the land the coven is on. 
Right. And so... And of course, she's like, no, 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 no. Not paint. Holy blood. Yeah, Sante Sangre. I promise. Sante um, Sangre. Anyway, and so they do a, they do, they do a small massacre. and uh, They do. And, and just bulldoze them. Um, uh, and, and so um, the, the mom gets saved, but she's kind of like broken about it. Um, and so she kind of joins the circus. Uh, and I can't remember exactly wh- how, like, what events happen when. But I think first after that, the their, like, circus elephant dies. And they oh, have yeah, a, they have a fucking funeral for an elephant. They have a clown funeral for an elephant. Yeah, um, and, and let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what. The, the, the thing about Yodorowsky is, like, you really don't need to seek out psychedelics. Genuinely. <laughs> like, you really don't. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go find them. Just turn on Santa Sangre for, like... A well, whole five minutes and just watch that elephant funeral and you will have a ex- <laughs> a weirder metaphysical experience than anything that you would ever experience on drugs. Something Jodorowsky does a lot, but he really leans into in Sante Sangra is like a scene will start as yeah. like as almost like an amateur film of like a street. Yeah. And like, you know, in South America. And then as the scene progressive progresses, it just gets like immensely detailed and like yes and and just like and you just get sucked in so it it, it like goes from like from like Jodorowsky filmed this to like to like it's like the scene is all you can think about it is all encompassing yeah and he jumps back to like nearly amateur film it's like whoa I get like yeah you get like fucking whiplash like what so I haven't forced you to watch the dance of reality yet but I probably will the the dance of reality is his autobiographical film Mm -hmm. and uh it's like from the perspective of him as a child matter of fact the poster is is an image of literally jodorowsky holding the lead actor oh (laughs) like okay (laughs) uh anyway uh there are parts in that where they do that that exact thing where it's just like very cheap very shoddy uh effect work and then, and then dra- all like, encompassing scene drags on for forty five fucking minutes. You know what I mean? Well, well it, but but the, the the cheap scene serves like reel you in. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's just like slowly like like just sucks you in, and then it's like, yeah, you know, I got you. Haha. Yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, so um, after the elephant funeral, the the dad is like, I says to the 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 young boy, it's like, I'm gonna give you like like the gift of bravery. I'm gonna give you a charm they'll make you brave and you won't you won't feel fear anymore so and he's so fucking... he he uses he uses like a bowie knife to tattoo an eagle onto the kid's chest and the dad also has like the eagle on his chest right so it's like and so he he like tattoos every man has a symbol yeah. you know i got mine yeah and so he tattoo he, he gives him this tattoo and it's like really bloody and horrible and the kid's screaming and he's like now you are a man I, now you are a man i i like how uh Yodorowsky, like does that in every fucking movie where he's like bury a picture of your father and mother you are a man like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's almost like he got forced into into like being an adult way too young yeah like at four years old or some <laughs> bullshit. yeah <laughs> exactly um, yeah well i mean yeah it's it's kind of it's it's unfortunately kind of common in in certain parts of the world and it's kind of i mean yeah you do have to but, grow up way too fast that's, um, that's a fact anyway and so so they get the tattoo then the there's this like 
chick with all these like tattoos and like it's like oh hello cat cindy is intentionally trying to cause problems this stream yeah. it's because she smoked some of my weed and now she's being a little bitch so the <laughs> the, the father is cheating with someone else in the in the carnival or the circus um the main character's mother finds out uh and she like throws acid on them yeah go go on in her face like fuck your beauty i will destroy your face yeah and then kills the the dad right no well, no, 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 no 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 the dad cuts off her arms and leaves her for dead yes yes um and then so the son stays with the mom to help take care of her and taking care of her i think slowly transitions and turns into him just literally standing yes. behind her 24 7 and like being her arms like being them yeah so like he gets like miming he gets these like acrylic nails and and like yeah and, and his, he has like very femme hands he puts like lotion on them because they're not his arms anymore yeah he's gotta do them for yes like play piano for her or right, dance exactly. for her yeah. Um, anyway, and so, uh, and then so, but he wants other companionship. Com- so he he's he's trying to find women to have relationships with, and then yeah. his mom like takes control of him and then has him murder them. Yeah. So then it turns into a giallo movie, which is really fucking weird. Do you know what that means? Nope. Okay, so a giallo is like a very specific kind of like Italian slasher that's mostly known for like stark lighting and almost shocking uh levels of intense violence Mm -hmm. Uh, almost beyond anything american noir ever did Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like american noir at times um so i would say this period of the movie is somehow weirdly giallo to me Mm -hmm. uh it's like very visually designed but ultimately you know a gruesome depiction of of like a slasher movie Mm -hmm. and it's almost like a reversal of like the psycho metaphor too Mm -hmm. have you seen psycho nope jesus christ psycho okay do you know what psycho is hitchcock torturing actress well fuck yeah but 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 no like so the bit in psycho is that norman bates is his mother Mm. right so it's like whoa he's cross-dressing as his mother and then murdering people and then taking off the cross-dressing things and being like that ain't me i didn't do that shit Mm -hmm. that was my mom um and then like at the end of the movie they have this very bullshit moment where they have like a cop come in and explain like what's going on inside norman bates's mind and so the the cop is like Norman Bates has the soul of his mother living inside of his brain like a multiple personality, and he can't get rid of her. Um, so he must kill. Anyway, so it's like Santa Sangre is like the literalization mm-hmm. of that metaphor. Like, he literally is doing his mother's bidding very literally, like, as literally as it could be. Yeah, and he can't he can't like control himself. It's like like something comes over him. Exactly. And he's like, "Oh, time to kill." Time to kill. 
Um, relatable. Anyway, so he 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 starts looking for for women who can uh, defeat his mother, and 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 like <laughs> and can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, as you tell me these things, I, I remember more and more. Uh, I've seen the movie many times, but we we watched it right before we left Texas, kind of. Like, it's been a while. Um, and and I I did forget that he goes out and finds a a woman who's a bodybuilder. Yeah, a woman luchador to... Cu- to beat the shit out of his The introduction mom. Is, is she's like fighting seven men. Yeah. He he wants a Chad wife to beat up his mother. Yeah. What kind of Oedipus complex is that? Yeah. What's that called? Um. Anyway, well, uh, doesn't matter because he still kills her. Yes, he does. Uh. Anyway, so then uh, he finally finds the, uh, the girl from his childhood. Yes. Um. Who doesn't speak in the entire film? Uh, no, she does not. Um, but so so he finds her. Well, there's also like a scene where he goes out to where he's buried all the women. Yeah, and like their ghosts haunt him. Yeah, and he's like, damn. Um, yeah. So he 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 finds the 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 girl from his childhood. She still has like her like painted porcelain face. Um, and then she does she can do this. The clowns with her, right? I think. Yeah. Um. And then, so she, she uh, um, the mom's trying to get him to kill her, um, and then she like, she like, she like, gra- she like touches his chest, like opens his shirt. I can't remember if he had his shirt open mm-hmm. or anything, but then she like makes a bird with her hands, puts it on his chest, and has it like fly, fly away. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he he's able to finally kill his mother. Yes. Um, and, after and, after he's like freed of the like bonds of of his like masculinity masculine responsibilities um, and then he like takes the acrylic nails off of his his like hands yeah uh, and then they like walk outside or she like guides him outside and the cops show up and like yeah. put your hands up and he's like my hands and he like <laughs> puts them mine. up and he's like sure i don't care because they're mine and like he the, the bit is immediately he's punished by the states yeah and he and loses then, his freedom and then the movie ends <laughs> you're right but um i think the bit near the end there partially is that that his mother like died a long time ago and he was just perpetuating this within himself yeah is that the impression that you get um from the film well i can i can see it going both ways i can see it both from the like you know his you know he's perpetuating his mother but also i can see it from the like you know toxic mother standpoint of like you know it's like some people just can't get out from under the like thumb of their parents yeah it's like yes like I, i had a friend who's like he's like 28 and and he was like he's like i hate living at home and we're like you have like a job you have you make money go get your own place he's like well no my mom controls like how i spend my money it's like you're 28 dude <laughs> like dude <laughs> what yeah well like okay as of like three years ago or whatever or two years ago now or a year ago now or some bullshit like all of my like banking accounts and like everything was connected to my mom yeah like because like she just like set it up that way Mm -hmm. you know and i never questioned it just like 
you know, all of these things is like set up in, in, and everything kind of has this weird, I think, hook nature to it Mm -hmm. where it's like, yes, the benefit is that you have a bank account, but hook, right? Mm -hmm. You need me to view the bank account. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it, 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 I mean, it's perpetuating just... the need for such yeah. things, and and it, it's like, well, it's like they, they can never really grow up or feel like they have their own right hands, you know. And it's like it's you know you're ultimately like crippling your child, <laughs> like that, because because of your own narcissism, you're taking away their hands to yeah. supplement your own. You know, play piano for me is basically like, you know, stop using your personality and having fun and come entertain mama. Yeah, mama and her friends. Yeah, exactly. Lord knows I know that one. <laughs> yeah. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fun. Um, So, as I said, I think earlier, this is the, in the holy trinity of Yodorowsky movies, this is the third one this is like mm-hmm. his 80s movie there's a lot of elements at play here this is his return to filmmaking after dune fell through um didn't go well for him. <laughs> uh i don't know if you know that guys but uh yodorowsky tried to make a dune movie in the 70s yeah it went about as great as you thought given the fact that you have not seen a yodorowsky dune movie which there's means that he failed miserably great documentary about it though yeah, well, unfortunately, also, that documentary. Uh, see, I I want to be like that's the greatest documentary ever, but also Devin Faraci is in that documentary. So who's Devin? <laughs> I don't even know who that what, is. What the fu- so Devin Faraci is a critic who used to work for Birth Movies Death, and he had like a really weird hatred of Damon Lindelof, and he like harassed Damon Lindelof on Twitter. <laughs> Every fucking day. Like, why did you do this to Lost? What's wrong with you? Prometheus sucks my butt. Like, and all this shit, just Mm -hmm. constantly being, like, harassing him. The most normal film critic. Yeah, so then, like, a couple years later... Uh, he tweeted something like, I don't understand how you couldn't believe women when women are like, hey, you did a rape. And then so like the very first reply was a woman being like, hey, Devin, remember 10 years ago when we were in a bar and you stuck your hand down my pants? And he, he never replied. He, or he never interacted again. He just deleted his account. <laughs> and he, 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 he lost his job at Birth Movie's death. But then we found out that he didn't, in fact, lose his job at Birth Movie's Death. They gave him a, an invisible hand role in Birth Movie's Death, which, by the way, was run through Draft House. Like Alamo Draft House? What? Yeah. So fucking Alamo Draft House, Tim League, the guy who runs that shit, is like also a fucking weirdo. But that's neither here nor what? there. What? I can't fuck the film industry. It. I can't fucking believe it. And and so Devin um was then ousted from that company even further because they noticed that he wasn't actually ousted from that company. And then I think I could be wrong, but so I Alamo, heard a, so I heard a rumor once that they rehired him as a chef, which is very funny. But so, I don't know if that's true. So Al- Alamo Draft House Weinstein him. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, 
Anyway, Devin Ferrati is like not worth the trouble. Is <laughs> is how I always put it. It's like like a lot of people used to read him a whole lot and like cared about what he said, mostly because he saw the Holy Mountain like before a lot of people saw the Holy Mountain. But uh-huh. that doesn't necessarily make you uh, hot shit or anything. It just means he had takes and was in the right place. But but like either way. Uh, he is in the <laughs> Jonorowski documentary and they treat him like he's a real guy, like a real <laughs> critic, like he's important. And it's kind of like if they just randomly cut to the quartering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or nostalgia critic. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> here's Doug Walker talking about something <laughs> serious. Do you believe him? You know? And so it's just fucking insane. So anyway, Jodorowsky fans are a little bit 50-50 is my point. Um, and also that documentary, while I think, I think it achieves its goals, Devin Faraci is 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 a big old joke. Have a laugh for Devin. Um, so there's there's Devin for you. Uh, yeah, I actually film critic people. No, we can't do this. This is a podcast about Santa Sangre. No, do it. Okay. <laughs> do you, okay. So so living in Texas and being in the film world basically meant that I like I interacted with a lot of people who interacted with a lot of critics. Like directly, and so like Devin, a lot of people have firsthand experience with Devin. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of is like, yeah, you can kind of kind of an kind of an asshole in there. Um, <clears throat> but there was a worse critic. What was his fucking name? Harry something Knowles. Harry Knowles. Him. Yes. So Harry Knowles. The the thing to say about Harry Knowles is he very recently got uh, canceled canceled i don't even know if that's like a like a thing you can say happened to harry knowles because like who the fuck gives a shit what harry knowles has to say in the first place but like pretending that people give a shit harry knowles uh fucking like is a creep and a weirdo like it is a total creep creep on women forever forever and so two things he was a film critic yeah, well, so two things. Number one thing was that he, uh, like, texted a woman in the middle of the night once and said, Hi, I'm watching Blue Velvet, and it's getting me really horny. And it's like, Blue Velvet is objectively so, <laughs> a film about rape culture. That's, that's a, a big yikes. That's a weird takeaway from the from, from Blue Velvet. That's a weird takeaway from, from a film about rape culture but whatever. Um, no, the reason I bring up Harry Knowles, which is also just completely a distraction from the fact that this is a Yodorowsky podcast, Harry Knowles once reportedly didn't like a movie, so he took his, I'm not shitting you, diaper off in the middle of the movie that was filled with shit and put it under the seat of the person in front of him and like laughed about it when they found it. Like, he just started laughing uh, maniacally. <laughs> now, this is just some, something I heard. So, if Allegedly. it's not true. You know, I also heard that Gary Busey cheated on his wife in Irving, Texas. That So, I know a lot of shit about things that nobody gives a shit about. But Harry Knowles, I think, absolutely took some shit and put it under somebody's chair and laughed. That did happen. Impressive. I, I, why, who thinks like that? Um, Harry Knowles. I, well, so anyway. so follow up question: Are film critics 
all fucked in the head? And does this mean that we too are all so fucked in the I head? I like to I like to see myself as a film connoisseur. Connoisseur, not yeah, a, I'm consumer. I'm not a I, enjoy, I enjoy film. Yeah. Um, well, because I feel like like on our podcast, we either like rant about how deranged the people who make bad films are. Like, we don't really. It's like you know, film's bad. We're more interested in 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 the why as to the just the how the film is bad you know so yeah. so and 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 most of the times we're talking about films we like and are very very good and we're not like i don't know being being hey critics. baby uh i just watched blue velvet <laughs> it's got me rock hard when i feel like anyone who's watched blue velvet <laughs> knows to stay the fuck away from that oh my god <laughs> like, like that entire that's movie that's the point of the movie is david lynch being like hey stay, if some hey, guy ever does hey. this shit just don't stay away from hollywood (laughs) (laughs) bad vibe guys bad Uh, vibes yeah so so i don't know what it is with austin and film critics but they're they're on some shit so fucking Devin and harry fuck them uh so bringing that all back around we had to endure these assholes being basically the only people that were reporting on experimental film like like this in any sort Uh of actual meaningful detailed way like they were genuine experts on the topic um for like two fucking decades right like we had to listen to this shit anyway uh and this all culminates unfortunately in yodorovsky's dune which is like simultaneously a movie that is endorsing the fact that yodorovsky was fucking impossible to work with on a financial and creative level right um had the worst ideas i mean also just like in hindsight and i'm sorry like a lot of people stand the fuck out of this so if you stand the fuck out of this i'm super sorry but but i don't know having seen both david lynch's dune and the newest i don't know about jodorowsky's ideas really no i think they were visionary in 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 image well because i don't think uh like like i think I think Joe Roski is, is is the polar opposite of Frank Hub- Her- Hubbard. Herbert? Yeah, I mean, well, Can't the author's when name. they when they asked Yodorovsky, um, like why he picked Dune, he was like, "I saw it and I went, ooh." Yeah, well, like he didn't but, fucking read it and but, go, "Yes, this is my story." Yeah, and yeah, he, so he it's criticized like, the shit out of it. Dune Dune is all about you know grounded, uh, you know, political bullshit, right? In and, space, right? And because because Frank, I think it's Herbert. Yes. Frank Herbert would like literally be like, go to space. Well, well, well. He he would go and he would talk to like architects. He'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like, how do I do this? And he would go and he'd talk to like 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 political theorists. He'd be like, oh, how do I do this? Like like what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like because he talks about in interviews is how is how like how he would create things is he would he would literally like co- cold call people with doctorates in the fields he wanted to know about right and just see if they'd talk to him yeah and and so it's like you know you know so so everything herbert did is very very based in like in in some in, kind in, of something serious like, like intellectual intellectual like vigor mm-hmm. whereas joe roski is like let's go fucking wild he's like i will pay salvador dali to be in this movie <laughs> for 10 billion dollars a minute and it's like, like and and his producer is like I'm sorry, did you say 10 billion dollars <laughs> per minute of screen time? Well, how many minutes? 3. 
God damn it, dude. That's not going to work. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, and so it's just kind of like, I think something happened in the 80s to Jodorowsky. I think that's our big point here is that, that like, I think the failure of Dune, while it, like, really fucked up his, his whole, like, vibe and his life, I, I also think that, you know, um, the ideas from his Dune movie basically got out into the world and have been seen. Yeah. And have been made by artists that actually, I feel, genuinely knew what to do with them. <laughs> like, fucking Ridley Scott, like, in Alien, like, yeah. picking H.R. Geiger. It was like, well, no brainer. Just fucking make a horror movie, dude. Yeah. Well, like, like it's like, I love how his, how he made a, a cult of, of, of cinema sci-fi. Like, and he talks about in the documentary where, where he's like, I'm going to build a cult. I'm going to, he's like, I'm not looking for people who, who, who just want to do a job. I'm looking for fanatics. Yeah. And so he builds this cult of sci-fi. The project falls through and they all go and work on Alien. Yeah, exactly. They just move so, right on So over. he, he, like, he unintentionally just made, like, sci- like Hollywood sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay, so we're getting, we're getting further off track. Well, well no, we're not. We're not? Like, the big, the big major point that I'm trying to make before we hit this ad break is as as follows i think that something happened to yodorowsky in the 70s and it fucked up his career and i was doing falling apart but also he had this kind of when he returned to cinema is a different attitude it's very visually noticeable i feel like um watching Santa Sangre versus watching like the Holy Mountain, mm-hmm. very different languages. Right. Um, he comes across a bit more, <clears throat> I would say, seasoned. Uh, in a weird way, I think Santa Sangre is very mature in its ideas. Yeah. In a way that Holy Mountain, while being great, is very immature. Well, it's also a lot I more feel f- in its ideas. It's a lot more focused. Yes. Like. Like Holy Mountain is literally about everything yeah like el tobo the whole... is two distinctly different right. movies well and so you know it's kind of like kanye he comes out he you know yodorowsky comes out swinging everybody's like he's a fucking genius you know and then he's like i gotta make another fucking beat dude and so he he makes the holy mountain and it's like genuinely a step up from the thing everybody was calling genius prior to that mm-hmm. and so then it's like well, clearly, Mr. Genius needs to get a billion bucks and go make a book about sci-fi shit. And he's like, I make art films about religion. And they're like, it doesn't fucking matter. Get in there, you know? And it just, like, turns into this thing that he didn't want, he shouldn't have been doing. Like, genuinely, he shouldn't... He's a... He, his, he's a weird... He went to clown college. Like, <laughs> he went to fucking clown college, guys. Yeah. Why did you give... What... What compelled him to do Dune? Like, he's, he, write a script. Like, the don't French. do that shit. I don't know. I just genuinely feel like, like, as time has passed, I've grown to think that that that, that whole Jodorowsky's Dune being this crown jewel of cinema that never happened is kind of like a bullshit idea. And I think that uh, it's mostly perpetuated by... Uh, stupid people <laughs> and i'm not saying like stupid well, people how, but i mean like how, devin fucking farachi you know how are you I mean? gonna think that it's the greatest movie ever made when there isn't a fucking movie there isn't a movie and the reason there isn't a movie is because he fucking failed like he failed to do it and it's not to say that he couldn't like stand there and direct these people and be like no you are going to say you know and i'm not saying that the movie wasn't gonna be good fucking weird and awesome i mean but also 
there's this documentary about like the island of Dr. Moreau and how that fell apart. Yeah. And it's like Richard Stanley was not that great of a director to tell you the truth. I mean, I've seen all of his movies. Um, and because the, the, the documentary really sucks his dick. They're like, Oh yeah, he's like a successful new voice in Hollywood. And then like, well, Bob Shea didn't like him, so he was just fucked. And it's like, no, 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 no. Have you seen his fucking movies? They're not that good. Anyway. I, I love every story I hear of uh, of Marlon Brando just being unhinged. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and see, you know, you get the you get the nice uh the nice uh minutia in there that you really want, but but I mean the main point is people that that can't get people together to make a fucking movie. The, and they like hesitate they fuck up they have bad ideas um they they don't understand what they're doing like financially like unfortunately you are fighting a war with a system that is run by money mm-hmm. so if you go in there and just be like money is no object it's like, your money. yeah it's like that's not actually gonna work with these people so he enters this like system that is not gonna appreciate right. or understand him at all mm-hmm. it fucks him up and then his whole thing becomes, fuck, I like my independence. Yeah. You know, I like my hands too much. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I guess my take in there, my little takey-poo there, is just that I think Santa Sangre is a movie that is almost more personal than any of the other movies that he made. Because uh-huh. he's just like, just being straight up about, about it. Cindy... Jesus Christ, did you really just, you came over here about 30 minutes ago, you smoked some of my weed, okay, you started problems all over the room, and now you're crying. It it was a sativa, What else do you have to say, Cindy? What else else do you have to say for yourself? (laughs) All right, nope. Nope, nothing? All right, well, we should probably- She's a little- Shy. Uh, Mike let's, shy? Hit, let's hit up the. Uh, let's hit the, the ads. Adver- Way too break. late, and yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they're not right. gonna. They're not gonna fucking worry about it. We're processing a bit. Give us a second. <laughs> well, hello there. How can what? How can I help you? Oh, I I'm looking for for the finest uh, RPG. The finest RPG, like the, the best finest. one. Yes. Okay. Well, so you're gonna want to go down here and take a left. Uh huh. All right. If you see the church, you've gone too far. This is not. It's not that far of a left. Like it's the next left. Okay. And at the next left, you're going to find. I hashtag I hunt produced by my friends Philomena and Olivia who sponsor the show. Hi guys. Um, welcome to uh the ad break. Uh. <laughs> if you ad take break a, avenue yeah ad break avenue if you take a left or a left from from hashtag i hunt you get to you get to to blood thing which is sponsoring i can actually say this now you can they're sponsoring a music festival yes blood thing is sponsoring a music festival hell yeah and i'm playing at the fucking music festival bitch that's right it's a digital one like on twitch um, it's going to be on 420. Blaze it, my homies. Like, we're going to be... Oh, and I'm dropping an album that day, too. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you never... Oh, surprise! Uh, 
Anyway, that's what happens if you take a left. You drop an album, you work with Blood Thing, and you end up with a fucking show doing but a digital show. If you take a right on right on yes. on I on Avenue on Ad Reed Avenue, yes, on Ad Reed you Avenue, get to, you get to Amy Dream Studio. It's yeah. an Etsy store, psychedelic shit. If you listen to the podcast, I can just about guarantee you'll like what's in there. Yeah, I mean, go if you, buy if, it. If you like the 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 like ideas that we spout then you'd probably have a pretty vivid, fucked-up imagination. <clears throat> and so you need to guide that imagination down the digital wonderland that is the visual image. Speaking of having a fucked-up brain, I wrote a book, and it has been published by myself. Uh, and it's already all... It's sold out so many fucking times now that it's kind of fucking silly. But I just reordered more. So if you want to pick up my book, you can head on over to nicksfears.bandcamp.com slash merch. Thank you. All right. So also, uh, if you wanna if you wanna toss us money for ads in the future, because as you could hear, we're really good at them. We're professionals. We're very we're professional. Very, very good. Uh, you can do that over at patreon.com slash excrement. Also, just sponsor the show. I mean, like, we just moved to Colorado. It's expensive out here. You're going to need to you're gonna need to throw Neo a buck or two. I mean, he does have a new job, but, I mean, like, you know, he could still use a <clears throat> nickel. Yeah. One, one whole nickel. A crisp, shiny nickel. Yeah. Yeah, you know how to be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back to Santa Sangre. What's Santa Sangre? It's a... The movie we've been talking about. What? Talking? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's when you move your mouth. Oh, god damn it. Um, I forget. So, Santa Sangre is like, yes, his his 80s movie, and, and it's the one that, like, demonstrates to me that his big main concern at this point in his life was his independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was more concerned about his independence and perhaps the way that um, society has molded even him. Right. Uh, I, I think that that's something that's personified in the dance of reality. Like later on, like he's talking about how society and life literally molded mm-hmm. him. And so I feel like Santa Sangre is more, more or less a depiction of his life without directly it just being his life. Right. Um, so when we watch the dance of reality, it's going to be very weirdly parallel to this mm-hmm. movie. And you're going to be like, wow, this is fucking weird. Well, how much of Santa Sangre do you think is him contemplating how he raises his children? Fuck, that's a that's a very good point. Contemplating how he raises his, mm-hmm. yes. Well, because like the previous like what decade of his life was characterized by him taking his children, stripping them of their clothes, and having them run around in movies. Yeah, a little weird. Right. <laughs> so maybe he was thinking about that. Maybe he was like, "Damn, maybe I shouldn't be doing this to these kids." Right. Well, well, and it's like you know. It didn't uh, stop him. No. <laughs> oh, God, no. Not at all. But, you know, it's like, um, you know, El Topo, the father, is a bastard, but he's also the protagonist. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Holy Mountain deals with, like, fatherhood very much. Not really. Um, It, it, it like, shows him as, as a mentor to his sons. But this movie, like, really delves into, to like, like how, how fathers pass on masculinity to their children. Right. You know, something that in in some way, shape, or form he did intrinsically to his sons. Yes. You know, 
so I wonder, like, like I wonder if he's critiquing, if if he thinks he did a good job and he's critiquing other like men, or fuck or, other men, put your son's <laughs> dick in a movie, or or is he, or or is he seeing himself as that as the father? Like, why did I put my son's dick in a movie? <laughs> it's yeah. one of the two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like this idea a lot. Um. I like it a lot. I like the idea of him contemplating that back and forth. But then, here's a fun fact. In The Dance of Reality, Brontes Jodorowsky, his son, plays uh, his father in the movie. And the opening scene... Plays Jodorowsky's father? Yes. Uh. His son plays his father. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Uh, yes, very clever. And his the opening shot of it is Jodorowsky's son as his father... Uh, Walking into frame, pulling out his dick, and pissing on a radio <laughs> until it explodes. <laughs> um, so I guess he didn't feel too much remorse for the no. dick thing because he did make them do well, it again. Prontus, I mean, I mean, I mean, when, when she gets an adult, you know. Yeah, at that point, his dick's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Well. Well. I mean. I mean. It's obviously like, you know. You know the being semi autograph or semi autobiographical autobiographical like yeah. you know he obviously has takes on on the, the 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 form of masculinity that was passed down to him but i just like i really want to know what he thinks about the masculinity he's passed down to his children yeah what does he think about his own influence and impact yeah yeah i mean that's a good question i would be curious to ask him that because like I will say that while I think El Topo and The Holy Mountain are are objectively some of the best movies, um, I do also think that they're extremely egotistical. Yeah. Uh, on on the part of him, I mean, not only are they like, <clears throat> you know, scummy auteur bullshit, but also he like casts himself as basically. Uh, the genius mega mind overlord who was very smart and has all the right ideas. Well, but <laughs> it, but in Oltepo, in Oltepo that fails him twice. Well, and and that movie I think is good for that purpose. I, I don't know. The Holy Mountain is more just him being like, "Hello, I'd like to explain my ideology to you yeah. in detail in the most egotistical imaginable." So way. So I I I think if El Topo didn't end with him getting fucked up because he has bad uh, ideologies two times yeah i would i don't know i like like i, I do agree that that he's very arrogant he's very cinema. he's very arrogant but he I, also like um i guess he's he's very prideful of how humble he is that's it it's a humble brag bullshit yeah it's humble brag bullshit sometimes mm -hmm. i like santa sangre because it doesn't do that yeah. right it's him genuinely taking some shit to task in an emotionally is, clear way. Is he even in the movie? No. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, right? There, there you Fucking go. finally, he realized, well, maybe I shouldn't be in the film. Yeah. A genius idea. <laughs> Brilliant, even. Yeah. Which was, I mean, it's weird, because he, he does love having himself in, the, in his movies. He sure does. And he likes to cast himself as just the coolest guy. Yeah. And then burn himself alive because he's humble. 
<laughs> uh, Burn listen, himself alive after he decimates everything he cares about. Listen, life is really about doing enough acid that you watch the Holy Mountain and begin laughing at how fucking egotistical it is. Like just a little, just a, the arrogance um, starts to strike you, and it's just like, oh boy, he didn't intend for me to see through that particular yeah. curtain. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it, did he? It, it is weird that you can get to, you, you can get so prideful of, of your, yeah. of your lack of an ego. You can just like redevelop an ego. Humble like, brag in, the in fuck second. out of it. You know, I, I read, the, this is completely off topic, but, but like, I read this post on Facebook a long time ago where somebody was just like, man, all these motherfuckers out here being like, psychedelics destroyed my ego and it made me a better person. And it's like, no, it, it it bolstered your fucking ego. Yeah, it, it like chatted you up, you piece of shit. Now you're awful. Like you were <laughs> fine before. So like, it's like the, uh, Henry Rollins has that bit where he's like, somebody was like, do some LSD. It'll it'll make you stop being an asshole. Yeah, and then he's like, at the end, he's like, he does like, fuck, I don't know. Am I am I still an asshole? I don't know. Well, he like, does like four doses, like yeah. like just back to back, like like all at the same time. And then he goes back to the guy you told him. He's like, am I still an asshole? <laughs> it didn't work. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just like it, it was truly humble experience versus, you know, somebody who goes, hmm, I'm going to make a movie about how uh, much I learned on acid today. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, anyway, Santa Sangre yes. is good, actually. Yeah, I like it. You know, Thinking about it, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know if it or Holy Mountain is my favorite Jodorowsky film. Yeah, I think it's it's the most approachable out of the three. I agree with you because it has it has a very concise point and it it yes. it, 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 it doesn't. There's doesn't, no bullshit in there. No. Yeah, he just like gets to the point where like I love Holy Mountain because it is all bullshit. There is no point. Yeah, exactly. It is but all I, bullshit. But I also love Santa Sangra because it. It is. It has a point. It is a movie you can show someone, and then and then receive it as a movie instead of right. as 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 a weird manifesto. Right. It, yeah. The that's a good way of putting it. The Holy Mountain is a manifesto. Yeah. Like the Holy Mountain is if Ted Kaczynski <laughs> likes oh, <fuck>. cameras. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. Do you um, think Ted? Do you, do you think Teddy did acid? I don't know if you'd trust it. Or shrooms. I bet he trusts shrooms. I bet he would try shrooms, actually. You know, you know, Ted no, I'm sorry, not Ted Cruz. What's his fucking Rick Perry, the Texas governor, the old Texas yeah. governor? He's like one of the biggest advocates for shrooms because apparently he did some shrooms and it's just like he went, Oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> and he fucking changed his whole life. And now he like is all about shrooms. Now maybe he's still an asshole. He probably is. Absolutely still an asshole. Absolutely. He was still the an governor asshole. of Texas. Yeah, not a good not a good thing. But I do just love the idea of of, of him just being like, well fuck. Shrooms are great. Maybe we should legalize. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's pretty good. Uh yeah. So now we're talking about psychedelics and Rick Perry. So I think we need to make some judgment calls on make some judgment calls on this uh, this year film. Um, you said that you couldn't tell if it was your favorite 
other uh, like this or the holy mountain i mean well it's either my favorite or my second favorite and it's very very close yeah one's a manifesto and one's a secret manifesto yeah one's uh one's very one mature of him well, to put the manifesto idea aside and actually make a well, goddamn movie where where holy mountain is like is he shotgunning a lot of very broad con like 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 he's giving you this this the uh the, like the streamlined ideology he has about everything Right. Like Sante Sangra is a very direct. Like this is what I here he, here's like two hours of me talking about about masculinity mm-hmm. and 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 in how you know you know how toxic masculinity interacts with with like women and your mother. Yeah, and and I I you know what this is? Oh my god! There's an onion video that Nora showed me yesterday that is like some guy who's like yeah i voted for trump i regret it but because i read intersectional queer feminist theory and so it's like this boomer guy and he's just like yeah i i started listening to poc and you know non-binary people and it helped me learn that you know even gender queer identities and trans identities and gay identities are all valid and oppressed in our country. And that intersects very well with feminism. And so it was just like, it was just like, it was like a very, um, it was very extra uh-huh. like, but like the, uh, the, the comparison could not be made closer. I think with Santa Sangre, where it feels like, the Holy Mountain, while being a movie about toxicity in the world, um, had weird, occasionally good takes on masculinity, but also just an undercurrent of, you know, endorsing the masculine principle and idea. Right. Kind of almost endorsing sorts, some sorts of, of patriarchal ideas mm-hmm. about people needing, like men needing to, you know, the rise to some sort of task uh santa sangre comes across like that fucking onion video where he's like yeah i used to think that about masculinity but then i read some queer feminist theory about poc people and non-binary people and now i've completely changed my mind Mm -hmm. so like it he comes across like he feels a little regret Mm -hmm. his visible regret Mm -hmm. um not an not an emotion one expects to see from Yodorovsky, <laughs> regret, mm-hmm. but I I get a sense of it in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna throw it in the gold pile because yeah. I I like it. Absolutely. Um, but you know what I'm gonna throw in the shit pile? What? The Master of Disguise. We watched <laughs> that the other day. We watched that shit the other day, and oh, and no. I genu- I genuinely turned to Neo. I was like, Hey Neo, do you um? And I put my fingers together, you know, like like in the you know, the gay way. And I was like, "Hey, Neo, do you the bottom way?" Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, and I was like, D- "Do you wanna? Do you wanna like? <clears throat> do you wanna um do a podcast about Master of the Disguise? Worst movie ever made. And and oh fuck balls, fuck! Like we didn't make it very far before we like turned to each other and determined that a it wasn't a movie and. <laughs> B, it was the worst movie. Yeah. So it was like, uh, I just want to throw in, hi, everybody. 
We're not going to do an episode about it. There's nothing to talk about other than Dana Carvey does very bad impressions for not even an hour and 10 minutes, by the way. It's not even a movie. Anyway, um, that that goes in the shit pile yeah. in this episode. Just, I don't care. I just, I, hi, everybody. That, I'm going to put the Master of Disguise in the shit pile. Um, this is a an honorable mention in the midst of the Santa Sangre going in the gold pile. I just feel like some scales need to be balanced. Mm -hmm. You know, you throw something in the gold pile, you immediately got to put some shit in there. <laughs> so I just want everybody to know, Master of Disguise is still shit. Yep. Like, what, 20 years later? I don't even know. So, Neo, what did you think of the Master of Disguise? It's shit, and I, <laughs> I don't talk about it anymore. Um, All right. See y'all later. Wait, you did Patreon.com slash excrement. Whoa, did you put the did you put Sansa Sangre in the gold pile? Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. Alright, go to Denver. What? You're done. Your your <laughs> obligation has been fulfilled. Okay. How, go have fun with your friends. I'm not I'm not going to Denver. You're not? No. Where are you going? I'm going to my room. To edit the podcast. Right now? Yeah. Oh. I also play Werewolf the Masquerade. Oh, Werewolf. Yeah. Oh, it's Werewolf Night. When are you going to Denver? Uh I, I thought know. that was happening today. No. Oh, I thought I was racing the clock so that you could go to Denver. They're racing the clock so I could pretend to be a werewolf. Holy shit! This means we get we get bonus Neo time. I thought I was losing my Neo today. Well, for some Denver. Yeah. I thought you were trading some May for some Denver. You know. Well, yeah. Some of that sweet, sweet Denver. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Do you want to leave the podcast? Should we quit yeah. the podcast? Oh, Probably. Okay. Good idea. Uh, thank you all for attending. Please go to Patreon.com/slash/excrement at any moment. Shit in our hand, so we may eat. I love you, <laughs> and don't forget to buy my book immediately, or else you're a bad friend. Yeah. All right. See I'll you see later. You later. <laughs>